Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Higher Education Leadership Foundation's podcast, uh, affectionately entitled Four Thoughts of Our Founders. Today is a pretty good day. We got a group of strong brothers who um, have attended HBCUs, worked at HBCUs, pastored at HBCUs, um, have been impacted uh, by uh, experiences um, at HBCUs, and those experiences were replete with mentorship. Um, so today we're gonna have a conversation about <coughs> mentorship, and what is it, and what does it look like, and, and how important it, it is, and, and how many mentors do you need, and uh, most importantly, the difference between mentorship and sponsorship. But before we get talking, uh, before we get started, I'm, I'm, we're gonna go around the table and uh, have some these good Christian folk uh, introduce themselves. We're gonna start with my right, the cleanest brother in higher education. <laughs> it's always got a pocket square that's doing some funky stuff. <laughs> good afternoon, uh, this is Stevie Lawrence. I serve as Dean of University College at Fort Valley State University. Good afternoon, this is Stevie Lawrence. This ain't the quiet storm, Pilton. <laughs> this ain't the quiet storm. <laughs> Let that go. <laughs> I know Boo over there in the corner, but I, Lord. I need you to stay focused on the table, bro. Give me that other voice. Pick, 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 pick that up, man. Pick that up. Can this be edited? Right. This right. No, edited, no, right? no, it's not edited. Hell no. Edited. We don't keep we don't want, I, just, just, we what it is. need to let everybody know, you know, bare white voices, we can lead them <laughs> at the no way, no quiet storm on the beach. Yes, sir. No, no, I'm just messing with you, brother. Go ahead. Hey, I'm Hakeem Lucas from Virginia University. Yes, sir. Hey, everybody, I'm Richard Price from Tupelo, Mississippi. Tupelo, Mississippi. Um, I think it's always important when we have these conversations because we are behind the microphones um, to give people also, you know, an idea of, of who you are and what makes you uniquely qualified to uh, have these conversations. So let's just just um, throw it out there. Let's talk about our educational backgrounds. Why don't you just go around the table and, and let's give it up. And uh, you, you might want to introduce yourself uh, appropriately for the VUU Nation, my brother. Cool. Um, again, my name is Richard. Um, I studied at Livingstone College and finished there with my bachelor's uh, degree. Um, and really interesting, by the time I had decided I wanted to go to college, I actually didn't finish high school. Mm -hmm. So I ended up going to Job Corps, met a brother who inspired me and told me you didn't belong here. And you know, if you demit from Job Corps, there's a stipend at the end that you get. Uh, and so I thought about it and took a faxed, copied of acceptance, went through, at this time, you had to go from station to station. You it, Nothing was all on computers. Mm -hmm. And uh, long story short, got accepted to Livingstone, had a great experience, uh, changed my life to be around people who challenged me, and uh, I created a, a actual philosophy off of it. Left there, went to St. John's University to work on a Master's of Arts in History. Then from there, uh, did a Doctor of Arts in Global World History, then went to seminary at New York Theological Seminary and did a Master's of Arts in Religious Leadership and Administration, and then did a Doctor of Ministry, left Harlem, New York after 13 years and was assigned to a church in Tupelo and also they had a police shooting, which was part of my formation of service and work that I learned at my HBCU and it fit my pattern, so I've been there for the last two years. 
uh, working as the chairman of the mayor's outreach <laughs> task force. Educated, good doctor, pastor, minister, and all that good stuff in Tupelo, Mississippi. Man, we've been no crossed paths as many times. My mama started out at New York Theological Seminary. Really? Yeah. I'm teaching. Anyway. <clears throat> Doing what health does. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm Hakeem Lucas. I'm currently serving at, uh, as a president at Virginia University. Uh, some days, you know, other days I follow uh, my executive assistant. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very thankful Most for her. Most days. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so I started education at Morehouse College. I was a, a BA history. Uh, I then, my mama said, don't come back to Brooklyn, New York. She said, stay in school. So I went to Tufts University to do a Master of Arts in Teaching History. I was gonna be a high school history teacher. Then I started to hear voices. My mama said that was the Lord. So I went to do my MDiv at Union Theological Seminary. Uh, I got out of there. They did not recruit me to, to be a pastor. They said I was not pastor-like. <laughs> and I said, what? And so I got into Shock. teaching, mm. <laughs> religion philosophy. And then I ended up doing um, <clears throat> PhD, education, focused on, on uh, educational stats. And uh, I did that at Fordham University. Then I started to see the world through numbers and ended up doing MBA at Stetson University down in Florida. Mm. Uh, I earned my uh, BA in history from North Carolina a and State University. Uh, went on immediately after that to get uh, my master's in public administration from North Carolina Central University and got my PhD in urban higher education from Jackson State University. So I, I love. The I love. <laughs> so I am a three-time alumnus of HBCUs and they have poured into me so immensely that I, I dedicated much of my career um, working for those institutions. Sweet, so we got that out of the way, that's good. We got some educated folks around the yeah. table, all right? So let's talk about uh, mentorship and the impact of it. Um, a lot of us, you know, really don't understand really what it means to be a mentor. Um, it's tough work, it's hard work. Uh, mentors um, are required um, to, to curate um, careers, um, you know, lives, relationships, et cetera, et cetera. How impactful, or when, what, what was your first encounter of mentorship in your, in your professional career? Mm. I started my career as a learning coach and assistant director of a African-American male achievement program at a small community college in North Carolina, Halifax Community College. Okay. Me being who I was, uh, 25, just finished my uh, master's degree from North Carolina Central, I see about three or four positions to apply for for this new program this school was uh, developing. And so I jumped and I applied for the director. Um, I didn't know anything. I didn't know that at that point. So went through the interview process, the search committee loved me, and then the president, who I did not know, of the community college, he called me in right before um, the Christmas holiday. And he said to me, he said, uh, the search committee, they really enjoyed your presentation. They think you'll do a good job. But he literally said, and I quote, you don't know nothing. <laughs> you, you just finished graduate school and I realized that, that you're, you're gung-ho, but we need somebody who has some experience. Um, but what I am going to do is hire you as assistant director and learning coach. Wow. And that, that, that man was um, Dr. Irvin V. Griffin, um, senior. 
And um, from that point, um, he became my mentor and remains uh, one of my mentors to this day, uh, just telling me what I'm doing well, what I'm not doing so well, and guiding my moves forward. Um, so you got a mentor because you didn't know shit. Because I, basically, <laughs> basically. I mean, that's, that's a way to put it. That's, I mean. Basically. I mean, but you know what's interesting about it? He he was open and willing to take me under his wing and not even knowing who I was. Well, I mean, that's what mentorship is. It's it's about telling people the truth. Right. Um, mentorship is not about gassing you up right. and telling you like you know having an honest person around right. you is, is is really good. What about you, Doc? Where 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 the uh, your Ooh. first encounter with mentorship? Uh, was my mother. Mm -hmm. uh, my mother. Uh, my parents were. Uh, pastors uh, in the AME church and my mother uh, decided uh, after being the assistant pastor that she wanted to get into back into education she had always been always been a teacher and went to teach at New York Theological Seminary uh, Hiliana Rodriguez Garcia was the president at the time and she yeah. became the dean of, of, of the academic side mm -hmm. and um, <clears throat> in doing so uh, my mother always said that the Lord was going to do something great with me, but she said it would take time. Uh, I started out, <clears throat> unfortunately, had Rocky Roads in high school, as uh, many of us who have ascended to these roles, it seems, in this generation always had some issue with education. And um, my mother started by coming to Morehouse College. <clears throat> I got suspended. And I had to go to Atlanta Metropolitan College. Mm. And I did a semester there. My mother came back and said, uh, the Lord told her to fly down. And she went to Dean Ed Gaffney's office. He passed away, God bless your soul. And said to him, the Lord said that you have to do something with my son. And made them come and take me back. Uh, and it was the history department that selected me, a man by the name of Dr. Marcellus Boxdale. God bless his soul. Mm -hmm. Dr. Marcellus Barksdale was an atheist. Told my mother to leave the room and said, son, pull up your pants, tie up your Timberland boots, take the gold teeth out your mouth, and you're going to cut your hair. Yo, you had uh, gold and teeth? He said, uh. Yes. And he said to me, you had a um, gold front? You to have your <laughs> he, said, he said, to have your mother here and to go through all of this, son, is not right. And from then it was the first time that a black man called me Mr. Lucas. Mm. And he, in Brawley Hall of Morehouse College, forced me to become a man and grow up. Every graduate experience I had, except for uh, PhD and MBA, I went to a school that my mother graduated from. Mm. She would tell me that when you are going to lead God's people in education, that you need to be able to hear the voice of God. So she told me, every place you go, go and get a rock, bring it back to the church, we will pray over it, and God will always open the door for you. And my mother trained me, even when I didn't believe all the things that she had said, she trained me to believe in my spiritual self uh, that informs all of my professional work. And my mother, I was about to, uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, um, I'd be given over into the criminal justice system. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and my mother found a man by the name of Edison Jackson oh. who adopted me and took me so I didn't have to do a third strike the legend. in New York City. And he 
took me to get, I was, he told me, here's your first job, son. I'm gonna pay you $7 an hour and you're in charge of the files. You can't mess paper up, <laughs> so do that. Mm. And I, I started high education, getting coffee and tea for all of the executives and getting the file cabinets. And everything that I have done since then has been because of my mother and Edison Jackson. Wow. Price, what's, what's, what was your first uh, encounter with mentorship? I would probably say that the first encounter with mentorship was the concert choir director at Livingstone College, uh, Dr. Crowder. Um, so, you know, having been accepted to Livingstone College but had no money, and so I was running cross-country for Coach Huff. I was working in the cafeteria. Uh, I would leave out the back door of the cafeteria because I didn't want anybody to see me. Uh, and I and I was really good at it, and mm. I would go do that. And so I had all these little thousand dollar, fifteen hundred dollar scholarships, and then Pell Grant. Y'all know how it goes. So, uh, but Crowder, I think that he was the <coughs> first person who mentored me, who really understood what it was as it relates to what you're saying, because he challenged me. Um, I showed up to the campus and had a big old afro <laughs> at the time, uh, cornrows. <laughs> And my trade at Job Corps was barbering, so that's what I did to earn my side money on top of taking care of the school bill. But Crowder had a crazy set of standards for me that I just was not willing to deal with, being someone who had a chip on his shoulder leaving home. I ain't dealing with them no more. They, they, you know, they have uh, ostracized me, and the church has ostracized me as a failure. And so now I'm here, and I'm going to do it my way. He's the first black man who knew how to deal with somebody like me. And, and and by that, he would discipline me and say, you can't wear your hair out. Mm. He wouldn't let me wear my cornrows in the concert choir. Pull your hair back. Mm. So I had to get one of the girls to pull my ponytail back. He said, when we go on tour, you gotta wear the tux. No freestyling price, cause you like mm. the freestyle at your dress. Mm. I want you in an A-line, two button tux. Shoes have to be clean, white shirt. He, he not only challenged me though, he took me somewhere, mm. and I had never been anywhere in my whole life. Mm. And so, you know, we would have tours one part of the year, and we lived for those tours. We had yeah. fun on them. You know, we went to churches and sung, but he was tough, man. So, uh, and we still see Dr. Crowder in Charlotte, you know. Yeah. Uh, and he was just, he never, he never ever came back and say, hey, look what I did for mm -hmm. you. Mm. When I see him now at, at church or something, when we visit Charlotte, he'll just look at me and just drop his head and just, mm. so he understood something that I didn't know what was going on. But Yeah, mentorship is uh, not boastful. Tell right. um, you know, when when it's done right, mm -hmm. uh, it's done with, uh, with affection, mm -hmm. discipline, um, and uh, cheerleading. Mm -hmm. um, how, how many mentors should should a, an aspiring uh, administrator have? Like, how many mentors um, is one enough? You know, I'm a preacher, and I just uh, there's I would say that you get one primary father or mother, mm. and you get many supplemental. Mm. And I think that's a biblical principle because, really you know, they're facilitating something that God is doing all along. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're not shaping it. God is the one steering you. And mm -hmm. one of the, my mentor in ministry, one thing he told me was, uh, 
there are no guarantees and I'm not going to be telling you or recommending you for a job. You got to do it all on your own. Mm-hmm. I will facilitate the discernment process for you mm-hmm. as you ask God, hey, is this something I'm supposed to do? Mm-hmm. I remember when I was getting ready to move to Tupelo, he was like, you going or not? Mm-hmm. And, you know, he looked at the church, looked at the place, make sure it wasn't a bad place. But he said, now all this time, we've been together eight years in New York. Now mm-hmm. you tell me what you came back from God with because you should know how to discern these things by now mm. and if I got off he would say you know make sure you don't do this or make sure you do that but he was like I can only facilitate I can't be responsible for your steps yeah. layers um, I think three and, and that's what I that's what I do for myself mm. I think that uh, you need one who is as I mentioned my professional mentor he tells me what I should be doing mm-hmm. and, and tells me what I'm doing right professionally and what the next step should be. Um, and then I think you need a spiritual mentor who may not have any idea about uh, what it is your profession. That your profession. Mm-hmm. Sure. But if, if you are a person of faith, you need that, that place, um, uh, a person who can give you that spiritual sense and teach you how to discern what the next steps are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think you just need that mentor who may be more of a confidant or a friend um, who you can confide in and just really have a serious, candid conversation. Not really necessarily looking for any feedback, but just to release, um, so to speak. Hmm. I'm not smart enough to know the answer. I'm sorry. I don't know. Um, I can talk about my life. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think there's I've a. Been, yeah, I don't think there's oh, a okay. wrong. I don't, yeah, I don't know. there's not a right or wrong. But I, I guess I, I've been empty so many times. I've needed so many people to fill me up, mm-hmm. and maybe that's where maybe I'm needy. I don't know. No. But at every level of my life, somebody's poured something into me that I didn't have before I got there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you did it for me at health. I call you mentor. Yeah. Oh, I hope you don't mind. Uh, I, I think that every time God is taking you somewhere you have not been mm-hmm. and you don't have what you need to be successful mm-hmm. there, he sends somebody. somebody. Yeah. And maybe that person is called mentor. Maybe that person is called champion. Maybe that somebody's called angel. But um, Sponsor. Yeah. Right. I mean, wh- it's amazing how that word, works. Yeah, yeah the yeah. word is. I'm just grateful. <laughs> and so no I've doubt. been grateful for seeing so many people in my life at strategic points of time. Mm-hmm. I hope they would call themselves a mentor. You know, my my the, the best yeah, mentor the best that. mentor that I have never said sit down, mm-hmm. let's yeah. talk about where you wanna go. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Let's talk about how you get there. Yeah. Go pick up this, go pick up that. Yeah. The best mentor that I have never gave me any accolades. Mm-hmm. The best mentor that I had mm-hmm. was dogmatic about excellence. Mm-hmm. Did not give a damn whether I liked what he said, <laughs> didn't care if I was um, hurt by what he mm-hmm. said. Um, the best mentor that I had was for a while a love-hate relationship. Mm-hmm. Sure. This guy gave me everything, mm. <clears throat> but he never would give me affirmation. Mm. But he did. Mm. 
and I had to really think about how his his language. I had to think about his language, right? Mm -hmm. When I figured it out, mm -hmm. I began to flourish even more under his mentorship. Mm -hmm. And I likened him to a grumpy old father who's never going to tell you I love you, mm -hmm. but you're gonna have food, mm -hmm. you're gonna have clothing, yeah. you're gonna have opportunities to do stuff. Mm -hmm. He's gonna provide, but I'm not gonna tell you anything. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say his name, mm -hmm. but but this gentleman um, was the best thing that ever happened to me mm -hmm. because he put me in a position to mm -hmm. excel I started at one spot, left with him after 10 years at the highest spot, mm. right? But there was never, boy, you did a good job right uh -huh. there. Uh -huh. But every three or four years, like, eh, I think, uh, you know. Until today, I'm, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> I think I, I think I'm gonna go ahead and make you this, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I, I think I'm gonna go ahead and make you this. Um, Until you get you know, to where he saw. Yeah, and then a couple of years later, I think, yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and make you this. Uh, right? That's awesome. It, I mean, so my yeah. mentorship, yeah. and I have a lot of them. Yeah. Because it's it's like what you said. Like, you you know, mentors, there's no script. There's yeah, no right. real definition of what a mentor is. Okay. I, I mean, I have people who I work with that, yeah. you know, I find um, great mentorship yeah. in. Uh -huh. People who are you know, uh, working with me um, yeah. in lesser capacities. Yeah. Um, so I needed that true mm -hmm. relationship, which is beyond mentorship now, mm -hmm. but as a young person who was already kind of damaged because I didn't have a fa father mm -hmm. figure, yeah. I was looking for affirmation. Uh -huh. And he was about, I'm, I'm not giving you no affirmation, I'm about yeah. to give you this business. Yeah. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm about to give you some yeah some mentorship yeah. and so for, for me you know and I have a ton of mentors and um, and, and sponsors mm -hmm. so I don't I don't think that there is a number oh. it's really about what I you was need like, oh my god no I no no no, 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 no. Like, I mean uh, it's just me and I you know I don't think you need them um, I, I don't think you need a number or there is a number and if you continuously are learning mm -hmm. as we all we all should be lifelong learners yeah. You'll continue to find find yourself with uh, new mentorship. Mm -hmm. um, I would I would say that, and I really feel like this at, at my age in this early season of trying to figure all of this out. Mm -hmm. That in areas of service where you are giving more time and more energy than you will ever receive back financially, that you've probably been wrestling with this big question forever. I call it uh, a formation of faith and advocacy. It's my life experiences, what's happened to me in my early childhood, the people who impacted me, and how am I gonna be an advocate for whatever it is, whether it's educationally, spiritually. And, and it's a very lonely road, but most of the time we've been dealing with this friction earlier than we know. Uh -huh. Right. And, and these people that come in our life to guide us, they've been down that road before. Mm -hmm. And that's why good mentors don't give empty, silly promises because they know it's hell. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so they just try to equip you to wrestle with the hell you're gonna have to walk through. Man. Mm -hmm. 
life, it, I, I would say that life is an open book test. Mm. And our job is to find people who have failed the test as well as it is those who have mastered the test, right? And get those answers. And, and that's where that, that mentorship, that good, good mentorship comes into play. But I, I, I like the, the uplifting of the fact that the, the genuineness um, that is necessary, right? Because if you're gonna put some person out um, in the sphere to be successful, you've got to let them know what's on their six. Mm -hmm. You've got to let them know what's in front of them mm -hmm. and back of them. You got to let them know their shortcomings. Mm -hmm. um, how do you deal with the jarring um, uh, directness of a mentor? How do you? How do you? Have you ever had any instances where someone <laughs> bust a bubble or two um, and man, helping you understand that you man, you I weren't clicking where, where you thought you should have been? Man, look. I remember Dr. Jackson, I was coming up for tenure, five years, City University of New York, Medgar's College, and he denied my tenure. Mm. Now, I had worked for him for 10 years. <laughs> I had worked, slave, thought I'd been the best worker, taught classes, did it, didn't get extra pay, and I was upset that the president intercede in a process that was academic mm -hmm. for his guy that he grew up in this mm -hmm. and denied my tenure and I went to him and I said doc I think there was a mistake you know I did everything and he said no no mistake <laughs> I denied it and Dr. Jackson really wasn't a man of a lot of words and he said well you know they always have an appeal mm -hmm. <laughs> like, for a year he made me appeal my tenure. And when I finally got it, he said to me, did you learn the lesson? I was like, hell no. I said, you know, I felt that, you know, you didn't value me anymore. And he said, if I make you believe that your career will always be about what somebody can do for you, uh -huh. you'll never value what God has done through you. Mm. And I said to him, I said, but I don't understand that. He was like, no, no, no. You had to earn tenure. Mm. You couldn't be given tenure. Hmm. And he said, if I didn't deny you, the people around you would have thought that it was another thing I was giving you. And I, I learned how sometimes mentorship is hurtful. It's painful. Um, it's like working for a sensei, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> somebody mm -hmm. who, you know, uh, knows more about what the pain is and exposing you to the failures of life and picking you up. And, and, I, and I say that, brothers, because, and the sisters who are listening, it's so hard when you get to these positions to want to mentor someone else because a lot of people don't want to hear the truth about who they are. Yep. And that mentorship is so much uh, 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 seems synonymous to cheerleading, uh -huh. to makeup artist. Mm. You know, I got to make you look good when you bad. I can't tell you that, you know, you ain't no good. You know, I can't tell you the truth about yourself. Mm -hmm. So you grow. And I think that's hard, you know, being young also yeah. in the field, but wanting to mentor and people wanting to come and say, well, my first thing I've learned is that. You can ask me to be your mentor, but mentorship is a selection that I Absolutely. make. Sure. I have to select sure. you, yeah. right? A champion, well, that's something you ask me. I write you a letter, that's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, open a door, no problem. But 
selecting people who are ready to be mentored. So it's, it's about fit. Man. Right? Do, do, do we fit? It's so, in, in many cases, like for me, I can tell whether you're just getting a letter. Really? Or whether you tell me how I mean I, I mean, mean sorry you like, can it's, no 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 it, it's it's really I mean, about the cadence of people mm, right mm -hmm. like you can you can tell people oh I got a PhD I'm a vice president and now I'm ready to be a president mm. no you're not mm. like I it's not this simple nor nor do you want this life right like mm. this this is not about so you want to be a president I got you Man. so I know that now that that for me when a person says yeah I want to yeah. be a president. Yeah. That 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 raises um and nuanced in that, but yeah. but but that raises hairs for me. Yeah. I think it's about servitude, leaders, and good leaders rise to the presidency. Yeah. I don't think you you know it, it, I'm not telling anyone mm. not to say, hey, I want to be a president because that's not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. What I'm what I am saying is, is for me, I'm intuitive and intuition for me is everything. And I get to dictate who comes in my space or not. <laughs> and oftentimes it's about a good feel or a bad feel. Um, and, um, and, and, and there's not a lot, and that's why I'm true to it. Whenever, it, when, whenever I feel it, I, 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 I honor it. I, I stay true to it. The, the mentorship for me, what's funny is if you've ever, and, and knowing that you have, if you've ever had that relationship where you had to work for your mentor, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's one of the worst experiences <laughs> mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. Gift and a curse, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The gift is is that you, you have someone who wants the best for you. Mm -hmm. The curse is everybody else mm -hmm. around you You're preaching. thinks that you got where you got yep. because you're that yeah. person. That man of B3 and play that's that it. organ in F sharp. That's, it. that's yeah. that man right that's there. It. I'm telling yeah. you. Every that's time it. you get preaching. promoted, it's because, yeah, oh, they that's. Think you're connected. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. his guy. That's or it. that's his girl. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. That was probably yeah. the best way for me to come up. Um, it didn't feel good at the time, yeah. and I never understood. And he was, my, my mentor, one of them, he was relentless. He didn't yeah. give yeah. a crap. Like he just, he was not, if, if I wasn't excellent, yeah. um, it didn't matter, but he rewarded me for being yeah. excellent. But he didn't care that yeah. so-and-so had a problem with um, me having a problem with the perception that people had. Mm -hmm. He was like, man, shut up, mm -hmm. <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Like go go do work. Don't come to me talking about yeah. somebody that like you because yeah. they think you're my guy. Like, mm -hmm. or I, you know, I, yeah, I don't want to hear that. Well, crap. I mean, what, what Dr. Jackson just said to me is, "Are they lying?" Mm. <laughs> he said, he said, "Are they lying?" That's a good one right there. So, you know what you worried about? That's a good one. But I, I think that you know, and I've not I've not done any mentoring on that level yet. But I will say one one thing I can honestly thank God for was. As I spent time with my mentor, uh, my principal mentor for eight years, I messed up so many times mm -hmm. that he knew what my mess was. Mm -hmm. He had to cover for me mm -hmm. several times. I'm not talking about side stuff. I'm mm -hmm. talking about public stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. And when it came to him directing me. Thanks for the clarification, by the way. <laughs> when it came to... Uh, <laughs> When it came to him, when well, it came to him, <laughs> when it came to him, <laughs> so when it came to him guiding me, 
I couldn't lie to him. Yeah. yeah. You know, I yeah. was, yeah. I, man, when I fell out with my parents, you know, this adoptive kid who's falling out with his parents, who's now going to Job Corps with a chip on his shoulder, like yeah. everybody can kiss my, yeah. that's why when I got to college, I yeah. always had that look on my face, man, because I I was wearing it. Yeah. I'm, I got. You had the Greg D's look <laughs> on your face, yeah. bro. Yeah, he was in one of my classes one time, and I know he was probably like, "What's wrong with him? He always looked mad." Yeah, yeah. I ain't come to play. <laughs> like I got this ain't a game. No, yeah, no, I got. But, but I couldn't lie to him. I couldn't be sneaky. I couldn't use all of my street savvy and my my looks, and I couldn't use you know. And so he would, and he was a gangster. So you met accountability, man. I met accountability, mm -hmm. and this is what it showed me. I thank God for today, because I remember running into you. You never had to spend time with me, but he helped me create awareness. I know the real thing when I see it, mm -hmm. and I'll leave my post mm -hmm. in Tupelo to come see what's going on with you. And although it's a celebration going on, man, I'm taking notes because I'm in the room with the baddest presidents in the country right now, yeah. male and female, and I'm like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. First of all, I got on my three bars, and they got their three bars, and I'm not where they are, but I'm just glad to – let me take all this in. Yeah. So it's completely like, you know – you, you learn all that stuff, you know, how to sit back and be quiet and not talk mm -hmm. as a mentee when the mentor is at the table with his other colleagues. You learn all those things like, you know, being on time and how there's no excuses and sad stories and you're going to get left behind. And these opportunities he might forgive me for, but it doesn't mean it's coming back around. You learn That's all that right. sort of stuff. Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. I, the, the old heads, the Stricklands, the, 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 the Hawkins, the, the Beckleys, Hogan. Yancey, Irvin, you learn how to be a president at the bar. That's where the knowledge is. Classroom, right? man, the that's classroom. A, that's what they call it, the classroom. <laughs> you they the classroom. Hey, hey you, you get a text, you get a text, and it is class starts at eight o'clock, bring your wallet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's right. right. Mm -hmm. and, and so, being graduate, able to say graduates don't pay tuition. Hey, Pimp, I got a PhD <laughs> now, right? I got a PhD from them. Yeah. From That's them real. because uh, the information that they share with you in navigating everything from how do you manage a disgruntled parent to how do you interface with the Department mm -hmm. of Education about an issue that they got wrong and you want to correct them on that. The amount of information that's passed at at the at the bar is unreal. So what you talked about was being able to sit back. You you learn that from mentors. You learn how not to interject mm -hmm. um, in places where you need not be. Mm -hmm. You know, um, understanding what deference is. Mm -hmm. uh, but 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 the most important thing that you said was the the accountability. You couldn't you couldn't be slick. Mm -hmm with your mentors because they knew everything. And, and there are some mentors who may not know anything about you, but you just ain't gonna try to cross them. No, mm -hmm. no, You're afraid no, no. of it. No. Right? No. Um, that, that experience of, of being at the kiddie table looking at the big table <laughs> right, right, um, right. is humbling, yeah. but, but it's also um, rewarding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, it makes you wanna stay stay a servant though, you know? Yeah. Downstairs today we're, we're robing and Dr. Jenkins and, and uh, other people who I know who have known me, it's just second nature for me to say, Doc, where's your bag at? Can That's I, right. And then they, you know, you never know when they're looking mm -hmm. to see, like like mm -hmm. Brother President said, did you learn the lesson? Mm -hmm. You know, that I'm scared to forget. 
because it makes me unaware. That's powerful. And then I walk into the church and I got a situation like you were just saying, yeah. and I forget that I've been trained to be aware, and then I don't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. And you don't, you know, these are situations, you know, where you have to handle them right early, right? Or it's like that that press conference or that that tweet that goes out it just ruins that. You it's it, you know you don't. Being mentored is, is about being in a proverbial state of learning. Yeah, and I think um, one of the things is that you must um, continually do a self-assessment of yourself mm. um, and be aware of what it is that you may be lacking. I ain't got no problems. I'm good. No, everybody's lacking something. <laughs> no, okay. it's not me, it's you. Yeah. No, no, no. no. And, What's the problem? And in some instances, it may be the other person. Yeah. But the flip side of that is, what could you have done better yeah. in the situation, although it was them? Um, no, that, that, that self-assessment but is very yeah, important. Some, something everybody was saying about you today, Dr. Felton. I, at least five people who got up said this, and I don't know if you, if you remember this or not with everything that was going on. He studied the field. Uh-huh. You kept hearing this over and over again. He has looked at the field. Uh-huh. Before you can be an advocate for any type of change, before you can come in being radical with what you want to wear, and you know, and I and I hope people didn't walk away today thinking that you can be authentically you without putting in the work, work. Mm-hmm. and producing the results to be able to be who you are mm-hmm. in this space. Mm-hmm. And 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 I really I really heard them say it. He looked at the field. That means you know what is expected of this position across the board. Mm-hmm. And and you so when you go into a room, you're not. You know, you know how to code switch and you know how to, and I love that about you. You know how to dab, but you still know how to, how to hit them with some Greek and you, you know how to wear your sneakers with your suit. And and this is what I've been watching from my, I'm like, wow, this is amazing at a, at a college that has such a great heritage. But it's because as advocates, sometimes we don't study the field. Mm -hmm. We don't have anybody to train us in the field. Mm -hmm. We haven't taken the time to get with ourselves. And then we just step out with this ego that mm-hmm. I, I, I got the right to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it gets disastrous. I'm, I was always afraid to be unprepared. Mm-hmm. We like, talked about that earlier. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just scared. Even around my mentors, I'm like, yo, I'm not, I'm, I'm coming in here and when it's, when I can speak, I'm going to give you the business. Whenever you tell me I have permission to, I want you to know that I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that I'm nasty about taking what is on the table and and whatever is left mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. And in that, you know, is that a, you know is that something learned from our our pledging process or mm-hmm. our desire to? I mean, and I don't mean it in the literal sense of mm-hmm. of, of um of Greekdom, which we all are a part of uh, those organizations, but the indoctrination mm-hmm. for thirst I think makes one show thyself to be thirsty before they are um, given libations but I think that comes with passion though mm-hmm. um, you got to have the passion and the fire mm-hmm. uh, this lady Rosa Anderson still mm-hmm. talk about it from this day she was the director of student services um, in my master's program mm-hmm. and we thought she was absolutely crazy but she would talk to us about that fire in your belly. Mm-hmm. What is that fire in your belly? What makes you burn when you wake up in the morning? What are you thinking about? What are you studying? What are you mm-hmm. reading? 
um, or what are you most passionate about? And so I think a lot of times people, um, individuals want to lead institutions or be in VP roles or mm-hmm. president's roles or dean's roles, and they don't have that fire and that passion in their belly. Mm-hmm. And as a result, mm-hmm. it's a disaster yeah. mm-hmm. because they're not working or leading um, what is really their passion. They're just there for the role mm-hmm. and the notoriety that comes with it. You know, my big... My, my my biggest challenge right now <coughs> is building a team. Boy, there's a lot of talent out there. Mm-hmm. For everybody. There's talent everywhere. But not every talent can fit on a team. That's right. And the number one issue I think that I've encountered is confronting the black successful ego mm-hmm. the ego of successful black people just because you got a degree you worked at a certain place you look good on paper no longer can we talk to you like you're not perfect I'm doctor <laughs> like, what, what is this I'm not, I'm not Larry anymore the pastor or the previous part on part one of all you are listening you should listen to the pastor and all of them but man he was on it today and I tell you you know mentorship doesn't begin or end mm-hmm. but it's the spirit that is conveyed mm-hmm. at the end of mentorship, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That mentorship is really about the transference of a spirit mm-hmm. of leadership. Mm-hmm. And that's the seed you know, of mentorship, that they're really giving you a spirit that will help you Take to transfer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, to transfer the spirit of leadership in our community. Mm-hmm. Like when, and I'm just talking from the experience of being uh, you know, two years serving as a president and feeling people bestow upon me in conversations and with information and wisdom a certain spirit of leader, right? And the openness that it takes to do that, that I realize that I've developed this ability. I experienced this ability that I can see a president walking, whether they can see themselves as that or not. You're a president. You're a president. Like I can, you can you see tell. it. Yeah, yeah. Like you may not. Like it does not manifest until you see it, mm-hmm. but it does dwell mm-hmm. when I see it. Mm. And I think it's the, you know, I can see greatness. And it is the, I think, the spirit of my mentor that I receive, which is humility and gratitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I don't know, I mean, I, I might not be making sense, no, you but are. help me you make know, no, more. No, 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 I think you no, are. Because no, is good at anchoring, because my mind, I just think, I don't know. Well, no, no, you, you help me with you're that. a lot more lucid than you think you are, I mean, but, 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 you know, um, put some meat so on the bones. So, in conducting my research for my dissertation, it was around And we're talking about a topic in right? which he's researching the <laughs> dissertation on, by the way, just so everybody knows. So, if he goes right down the stats in the chapter three, please, everybody, understand that. But what I will say, I'm not going to do that, but what I will say about my findings in surveying- Chapter four. 
<laughs> in surveying uh, the presidents that had quote-unquote uh, quote, unsuccessful tenures, yeah. which mean they left before the end of their contract uh, abruptly, they didn't have mentors. Mm. They didn't. They didn't have mentors that they could talk to. Mm-hmm. And one of their biggest regrets was not having people around them to give them good information. Mm-hmm. So that 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 says you didn't have mentors. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fascinating to me to see individuals get into any any form of leadership yeah and believe that one they got there by themselves Mm. and two that they need absolutely no one um to help them out can i you mind if i talk about that there's no it's that difference between credential and competence Mm -hmm. that while you might have a credential trust still is while you might have a credential Hospitality. Steel. Why you might have a credential. Mm-hmm. Honesty. Steel. Why you might have a credential. Integrity. Come on. on. Steel. Why you come might on. have come a on. credential. Come compassion. Or is it a church or open? Steel. Open, bro. Credentials. Credentials are everywhere. Everybody has them. But it is the core competencies of who we are yeah. that make presidents yeah. Yeah. and leaders. It's a certain competency. Yeah, yeah. You're 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 now treading in the waters. Another area that I really like to talk is about. This chapter five? Is this chapter this five? Is, this, <laughs> is, this is chapter five. This is contribution to the This is like ridiculous oh, it, that we've been like uh, <laughs> we've been bootlegged into this. I, I, didn't, I didn't have time to do it. Hey, hey, Lucas, I didn't have time to do it, but this is what you need to do. <laughs> no, 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 but but really, it's no, no it's not even a. It, this wasn't a part of my um, research. Um, you know, any suggested future uh, topics or anything. But what was available, you know, really um, apparent and nuanced in the lack of uh, mentorships Mm -hmm. was the lack of emotional intelligence as well. Mm -hmm. Soft skills, Mm -hmm. right? Soft skills. Um, I'd love to tell this one example that is a absolute true story. Mm. A developer, a fundraiser, Mm. guy that you probably know, Mm. is a VP and he was- I hope he's listening. He probably isn't, but um, uh, because he doesn't have any emotional intelligence. <laughs> he don't need shit from nobody. I'm good. Well, I'm going to listen to a podcast. No. So he and his boss are leaving an alumni function, and they're flying back from hold New, on, hold on, hold on. New Jersey. Wait, wait. I don't need no podcast. I don't need no podcast. Okay, I mean, the guy okay, what the hell, y'all. System. Yeah. So they're leaving New Jersey to come to Charlotte. Mm. He has, they're on an airline that his boss does not frequent. Boss has status on Delta, none with, at the time, US Air. Okay. This particular guy has Buku Miles. Gets upgraded. Boss doesn't, his president. Mm. And he sat down in his seat. No, he didn't. And watched the president go back yonder. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, 
That was on a Saturday. On Monday, Monday morning, wow. he was called in and terminated. Wow. Yeah. And he wasn't called in and terminated because of the seat. The president said that it was about not having the good, stupid sense to even offer. Mm-hmm. And it said more about his ability mm-hmm. to read donors, mm-hmm. to read rooms, mm-hmm. to you know, to really understand what mm-hmm. it takes to be a good development officer. Wow. And I thought that that was, that's I mean, because for me it was like, oh no, nah, he fired you because you ain't giving him his seat. Mm-hmm. He was like, nah man, he was right. I actually, I probably should have just asked him the question. Mm-hmm. And the president said to him, look, I would have told you, no, I had an exit row aisle. I was good. Mm-hmm. But you not having a good, stupid sense to simply say to me, Mr. President, I got upgraded. Would you like to have this? Mm-hmm. Said to him so many other things. That's right. It bled into so much more. Mm-hmm. And so this particular person had mentorships, mm-hmm. but not really impactful mentorships. Mm-hmm. So the question is, is is it mentorship if people are just telling you the good stuff? Is it mentorship mm-hmm. if people are just writing uh, letters for you? Is it good mm-hmm. mentorship when people know you ain't got no damn business applying mm-hmm. for a job mm-hmm. saying I will still write you a letter? Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. Right. No, I don't. I'm not I don't doing it. Yeah, so. that, that makes me think of maybe times in my life and other people where somebody was trying to school them in some area but they were just too ignorant to see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think people who really, you know, I hear this a lot, I only have so much time. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I can give what I what I have to people who want it. Why would I wrestle you and chase you down? Not gonna that, do let it. me just say, Dr. Felton, I want, I want to learn so much from you, man. That's why I came. Yeah. You didn't have to call me and say, Rich, there's a flight ready no. for you. Yeah. There's a rental car. For- Man, I was coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was coming at home to church. They, they're like, what? you going to the White House? I told you this. I'm like, man, this is getting ready to be awesome. <laughs> right, right, like right. You, run you, to, to you run to that help. Yeah, yeah. Right. But, but sometimes we're around mm-hmm. things and we're so just, you know, we're so busy having a good time with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, and especially in our culture, everything sometimes is, you have to learn how to, like you were saying, be at the bar, but still be at the meeting. Yeah, you know it, it's like a it, you know sometimes leaders are transparent, and they might crack a joke, but but did you get really what, what the whole? Yeah, did, did you did you miss the whole thing? Yeah, right. Like yeah. you know, and and some people make a make a, a leadership out of the good times, the little gap good times. Yeah, well, they took me on a trip with them and let me. I got a chance to. And miss the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Well, we're um, you know gonna wrap this up, but the but food coming. The food is here. Pam. Fish still. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's wrong, man. The people in podcast land couldn't tell that we were waiting for the food. Oh, to no, get here. Sorry, we were y'all. killing time. <laughs> and told the damn secrets. Thank you, Jesus. I'm sorry. Uh, Was it good? <laughs> No, 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 no. The food is here. Well, be, 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 before um, before we say that, because yeah. I, I said that because oftentimes mentorship is about understanding when the food comes. Mm. And it's not the physical food. Watch out now. But the spiritual food. Mm. And the question is, did the food come yet mm. before we leave this table? Mm. I'm full. My man. Are you full? So am I. Are you full? I am full. Are you full? I'm full, bro. Thank you for laying the table. I'm full. My man. 
I think I th- just leave I think, me out there that. Look, listen. <laughs> I was going somewhere I with that. I stand corrected. <laughs> right. right. I am the dumb one no, at no, the no, table. No, 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 no. You were right. We <laughs> no, were no. waiting on the food. No, 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 no. And the food came, though. But you know what? <laughs> that, that's, that's it. That's it that's right it. there, man. That's it. Right Don't there. leave your mentor to the food. Come. That's right. God. Maybe somebody is listening out but there. But it's also <laughs> about. It's also Can about. Can I shout? Pre- one? Let me shout. shout one. Thank you, God. Thank you. All right, Doc. I'm but, done. But it's also. <laughs> you know what, man? Like that's that's so powerful. But it's also about perspective. Yep. Yeah. Perspective, perspective, right? I'm I'm thinking one thing. Right, but we have to be, (laughs) we have to be open Open. to really understand what what could, what could or could not be, Mm -hmm. Um, and perspective is important, and perspective is necessary if you fit to be somebody's mentee. And that's it. I I would never leave Dr. Jackson or my mother till I was full. Mm. Mm. Like like that's Elijah, Elisha. Mm. Like don't don't just try to get a role. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get full. Get full. Mm-hmm. Like and, and I just and too many people leave the meetings before they're full. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're tired. They're fatigued. No. Go ahead. Tell I me. Think, I think they do it for <laughs> other reasons. What they doing it for? Tell me what they doing it for. They didn't get what they want. They didn't like what was on Ooh, the menu. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Preaching that. They didn't like what was on the menu. Because it caused them to do a self-assessment. You, you know yeah. how our parents used to give us those greens and stuff? Yes, sir. You're going to eat And this. you didn't want them. You're going to eat this. And they put them on there, and it's a part of your your nourishment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we necessary. Yeah, it's you got to have those greens sometimes. That's where it is, man. That's where oh, it is. Man. before you get that cornbread over there, you're gonna eat these greens or Kool Aid mm-hmm. or that Kool Aid because it's the only way to get the out of you. Ooh. Oh man! Hey! Oh man! Hey, hey man! Look, hey. Let me tell you something. Are y'all this, out there? We, we are, and we out there because. Hey. Dude is out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, this has been a uh, hey, been a really dope. Shock to me how hey, listen, how it came I, together. Right, right, right. Like right, I'm right. done. Right, it's good. You know, take your handkerchief off, wipe your mouth. We've eaten. Everybody full. It's all good. Appreciate y'all for coming to hang out with us uh, here um, at Health. You know, our our desire is to really. Um, be uh, a part of uh, solving um, the the what others feel is a dilemma, and that is um, having committed, competent, and capable um, people who are vested in the survival of HBCUs. That's that's what health is about. That's what we we like. And as we continue to grow into grow into our sea legs with this podcast thing. It's uh, merely one of the uh, weapons in our toolbox, or rather, one of the you know tools in our toolbox to help stem the tide against uh, the dumb question of the relevancy of HBCUs. Also, to ensure that you know leadership, the pipeline is there, uh, but more importantly, uh, providing safe space for people who look like us, uh, who may not look like us, but who are committed to the space. Mm-hmm. Um, a place where we can coalesce around ideals and uh, draw uh, nearer to each other and also be fed. Um, so I want to thank you all for being here, President Lucas and Dr. Lawrence and Dr. Price, um, each of you. Uh, thank you for sharing in this day, uh, my, my uh, special day as well. But um, 
any parting shots that y'all want to leave with? Thank you for being the father of this new movement. I mean, Absolutely. Yeah. I can't be said enough what health has done for me, which I'm sure for others, uh, but from all of you who are the founders, man, thank you. Uh, too many people don't do what God says to do, mm-hmm. and too many God ideas uh, go abandoned and aborted. And so thank you, because I don't think any of us would have been here if it wasn't for help. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so thank you. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Yes, sir.